Hello and welcome to the One Hope Podcast, where faith and life connect. A podcast done by One Hope Church in Gig Harbor, Washington. Enjoy! Hello, One Hope. This is Jeremiah Schuler, and welcome to chapters 10 and 11 of Luke. Before we get started on chapters 10 and 11, I want to give a quick bird's eye overview of the previous chapters because it gives us context to what's happening uh, in chapters 10 and 11. At the very beginning, Luke presents us with Jesus and his new mission. We then go on to Jesus' genealogy, and we see a connection to three distinctive people, David, which represents that Jesus is the new king of Israel, Abraham, who brings God's blessing, and Adam, the connection to all of humanity. We then see that Jesus cares about the poor. And this is incredible because it's not just the poor and those who do not have money, but it is those who are outcast, who are being shamed, those who do not fit within the highest echelons of society. Jesus is showing us that he cares for everyone and will heal those and bring us new life and that everything is level at the foot of the cross. And then in chapters 9, we see that Jesus represents that he is the new Moses and that he will bring a new exodus by his death in Jerusalem. And then in chapters 10, we see that he creates a new Israel on this long road trip to Jerusalem. He prepares them. He sends them out to the towns and villages that he is going to go and visit. And they are creating the path and preparations for Jesus. And this is kind of like an incredible moment. We see like the new gospel being created here in in a taking form. And I think something that really kind of excites me when I read through these verses is that Jesus, even though he has begun like the journey towards his death on the cross, he is still joyful about the success of God's plan. On verse 21, he goes, at this time, Jesus, full of joy through the Holy Spirit said, I praise you, Father. Lord of heaven and earth, because you have hidden these things from the wise and learned and revealed them to little children. Yes, Father, for this is what you were pleased to do. I think that's kind of such a special moment. And then in verse 23, he turned to his disciples and said privately, Blessed are the eyes that see what you see. For I tell you that many prophets and kings wanted to see what you see, but did not see it, and to hear what you hear, but did not hear it. I think that's such a cool moment between him and the disciples, because he's saying like, hey guys, people have waited generations to see what is happening right now, lifetimes, and you guys are the blessed blessed ones to get to see this. He gets to share in that moment of like, what's happening right now is extremely cool, and you guys are very blessed for what's happening, and just to take note of that. We then see kind of like the beginning of Jesus and all of these interactions and dinners he have. And we also see kind of like the very beginnings of the controversy of Jesus and what will later lead on to his death. Specifically with his conversation uh, with his with his conversation with the Pharisees. And this is where we see some like pretty like harsh language between him and Pharisees. Specifically, when the Pharisees note that he did not wash before sitting at the dinner. And then he says, Now then, you Pharisees clean the outside of the cup and dish, 
but inside are full of greed and wickedness. You foolish people, did not the one who has created the outside also make the inside? I kind of think about that. It's such humbling words to think about. We can care so much about the outside and how we look in our lives. Uh, but Jesus truly cares about the inside and and what's going on within our heart. And it's such a high level of intimacy between us and Jesus. And I think it's just such a good reminder that was like when we go through these chapters and we read and glean from all of these lessons that this is a journey that God wants us to take uh, within our own hearts. And that when we read these chapters and verses, me specifically, I'm reminding myself that, hey, I should be going through all of these stories and all of these moments and really just take the time to meditate and think about what is God saying to my heart? How does he want to transform me? Um, what are the life lessons I'm supposed to be taking away from this? And that I don't need to focus on all of the external factors on what people think of me, how people look at me, how should I dress, how should I present myself? Because at the end of the day, the thing that God cares about the most is what's happening on the inside. And I think that's really beautiful um, and really special. And not only that, but if we go back to those previous verses that we're talking about, we can also be reminded of the time that we are currently living through an extremely special moment that it's going to pass. It's going to end eventually. Um, but God is in control. God knows what's going to happen. Um, and we can rest assured that he is going to protect us. Even though we are like lambs amongst the wolves, he is there for us. He is our shepherd. And we have been completely adopted um, by him. And we are a part of his family. He has revealed himself to us, and we can rest assured that he has our backs. And so there's so many things to go over uh, in just in these two chapters, but that's kind of my biggest takeaway um, from those two chapters. And I hope that uh, when we all read this today and the next few days that we can just kind of sit back and take stock of this is the beginning of Jesus's journey to Jerusalem and these next few chapters uh, should change our lives. And that when we read them, we really take stock and we really reflect on how we should be changing our lives and how we can be transformed by these passages. That's all I got for y'all. So I'm just going to end it with prayer. Dear Heavenly Father, I just thank you for the message of the gospel. Thank you for Jesus and his sacrifice, Lord. I pray that uh, we can be open to these stories, these passages, Lord, um, that we can allow ourselves to be transformed um, inside out, Lord, that we can approach society with a level of generosity that can only be explained through you, Lord, that we can have hearts uh, for the poor, Lord, that we can accept everybody and create an amazing community and kingdom and church, Lord. In your name, amen.